this is the the second one the continuation and what I realized was that so the second strategy thing was when signs when the spirit is losing power I already touched that quite a bit in this this last in the last one of the signs and signals but the my friend here who's transcribing asked is asking me a question when I turned it off so I turned turn this back on because I already touched on the signs that the spirit is when it's losing power but she was asking you're saying those are the same signs it's gonna do when it's in power how do you know when it's losing power is that what you're trying to ask me yeah okay yeah <laughs> it just took a little while for it to get out of your mouth huh yeah. okay um so those are those are that's a good question and that's so that you're gonna have two similar things you aren't going to see the spirit release the harassment and anger until it's until it's be, um, being like exposed meaning it's gaining when it has full power it stays in this very like not a big exposure not a big flip out and because it's it's intertwined and it's connected and it's grabbing the mind of the person it's after okay so it's collapsed it's collapsing that person already right to take them down now when you make a move that is going to be against what the spirit's agenda is then it will expose it and then if you keep moving in what you're to move in against it it will get worse and worse and worse and that is a sign of it losing power but here's the thing that is going to be a sign of it losing power if somebody is walking in strength and truth to do this because these spirits are so good and have so much power over so many people that the prey that is under them, they have, they can keep, so I'll give any, let me think of like, okay. So that would be an example of you're breaking out of it. So like I was breaking free of her and she flipped into all the faces of that, that girl, right? It, as I was trying, as she was getting exposed. If I wasn't like who I was and I was more of a victim, to keep its tie on me, it will flip into those faces to keep me where it wants me to be which would be also a sign that it's losing power but in other situations it's not because the person's still a victim so you're going to see those on both sides so you're going to see them the spirit will flip into the, the places of emotional abuse rage intimidation fear um livelihood security relationships around you and get worse and, and get worse at times when it's keep wants to keep you locked in the position of a victim and as their prey and as their what they because they're they the, the spirit uses those people this the demon uses the people and then those people use these people to tie to it right so they they tie for the person mostly impurity that's going to be the big one they go after they go after the person who's anointed they're going to go after the predator men or the predator people go after the children or the weak women because it is to get and use to hold and you will literally have with these spirits you this is a map to like all of them any demon at some point uses these strategies this because you if you know this strength that they can use at, over your mind you could navigate a, every relationship you have every relate my understanding of jezebel makes me able to navigate all the relationships i have because if i ever see a symptom of manipulation emotional abuse um false prophecies, too much prophecies telling me they love me all the time. Literally, those are signs for me. Or if they're 
you know, it, it, there's just, there's such specific things that I don't have to be like, oh, it's Jezebel, Jezebel, Jezebel. I can just be like, nope, that's a spirit. And this is trying to tie to me. And especially when you're in a, in a position or something that people want to get at you, um, and the de demons want to get at you, or um, the predator wants to suck, you know, this person dry. Um, so again, you're going to have where you're going to see the, those signs come out when the severing is beginning in order to make it look in this situation, in, well, in the, yeah, in order to make it look worse than it is and that you're not going to get free about of it. And somebody especially who's a victim to this, the fear and intimidation it will put on you of your loss of your life, of like what you could lose if you don't submit to it. Like just the crazy fear I'm having under this pre this predator spirit that I've been experiencing with this witchcraft thing, it's making me feel, it causes me to feel really scared in my house, unsafe, it startles me in the middle of the night and wakes me up hearing noises. I don't, I'm like barely sleeping, I slept three hours last night. It's trying to make me feel like I have no security. It literally comes at you in a crate, and here's the thing, I am literally just feeling it in the spirit realm. Like, that's my, I don't have somebody coming after my money. I don't have somebody coming after my, um, my ministry. I'm not even dealing it with it, with people. When it's with people, it's almost 20 million times worse because it's actually real threats of people. It makes it way, way worse, way, way worse. I, my experience right now is that because of the shift happening and because I'm teaching this, I am feeling it spiritually. What is what it does? What what is taking place? Because it's first of all, it's threatened by me, so it's threatening me. So here's another thing it'll do. If you're in that position, um, like this person with this business, a hundred percent, it will threaten you because it's threatened by you. That's why this is this is gonna get you to like like I already know you're strong, but you're like to be like oh no, like to stand up to what it's making you feel you're gonna lose. Um, and it will also um twist it'll deceive uh, it'll it'll deceive and christians will do it um they'll actually start to twist your words the people who carry this they'll twist your words and it'll make you feel like you're crazy so you'll actually think you said something you did something it'll flip into this is where you have so sociopathic people or sociopathic spirits too uh, my ex was a total sociopath and what he was able to do to me was flip the way I thought and what I would say to make me think I was crazy and that I was the one that did it. I mean, he would be the one cheating on me with all these women to make me think I cheated on him or something. I mean, it was like weird stuff to be like, wait, what? Like they will put on you what they're, that's why like, oh man, you get, get this in the name of Jesus. You call out their threats and you put them back on them. That's what you gotta do. So you, you get, so you get, a, you get the threats of your love livelihood of your life of this, of that. So here, here's what I'm gonna say. You go, I'm going to give a prayer right now. Um, let me give an example. Things that are the threats coming at you. Now, if somebody is feeling threatened, it could be an emotional threatening. It could be a threat from people. Um, it could be legal threats. It could, it'll, it could come in in all these ways. However you are feeling threatened, whether it's something that looks legit like a legal threat versus something that's an emotional threat that's binding your mind, they both are used the same. So you have to expose it. So you have to expose what the demon's saying. 
So I just expose in the name of Jesus that the spirit of Jezebel, these threatening things that are coming over me right now in the name of Jesus, I send threats right back at you. I send torment right back at you. I send chaos right back at you. Every spirit that has been watching, that has been relaying, has been speaking things back to the other person, I sever that right now in the name of Jesus. So that's another one. This person needs to hear. Um, and everyone needs to hear this. So here's one thing that these, these, these spirits will do. So they, they basically are structured. Um, relationally, meaning sp spirits, they communicate. 100% they communicate. Please just believe me. I don't care who, like, just believe me that they communicate. They relay messages. They call, um, I just call it communicating. I want to get, there's a word that Ray, Ray's that I like. Yeah, he called it, uh, uh, that's going to bug me. Yeah, he called it something. I, whatever. I call it communicating. They, they can set up ways by assignments by access doors that you have and have opened in the relationships and what they can do is send a message emotion the person who operates in the demon will get an emotional thing and a thought to make a choice and decision in an exact moment where you're vulnerable sensitive or doing something over there because they're relaying they're they're um oh man i really want that word that he oh he calls it networking I just call it, they, they, they talk and they communicate. And, and I can feel when something comes in. I used to be, I mean, I could be in the middle of our witchcraft training and I felt it come in, uh, come in the room because of something uh, that Jamie was looking up the picture of the dude on Facebook and it came in the room the moment she did it. And that's because the guy she was looking up was a guy who was training as in witchcraft and he has such high level, high, 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 high level protection from demons that the protection this is where this gets so mind-blowing people the protection of them network and so it's crazy what they can do and it would blow your mind i can feel them come into a room when it happens i can feel it i will feel it instantly i've been on times me and ray talking and praying about stuff and it comes in on us and we both are so sensitive we both will see it instantly go whoa did you see that or feel that yeah and it just comes in if people are like God, we, I walk in this level of discernment and see it to this level. I feel so bad for people who just have no, actually, you don't want to understand it to the level I get it. it get it. I, it just means you need to pick up tidbits to grasp it because you don't have to know that they're coming in and get the discernment like I have. But here's where it's going to help you. Relationally, when you have these people do things to you in a split moment or it's very, it's very strategic and it will come through a text, an email, a phone call, something that literally is because of the communication. So here's how you need to deal with this. Let me explain this. Because this could have been tied through a lot of different ways, through contracts or through relationships, soul ties, emotional things, um, money deals, all that stuff. You have to, you just have to go after and sever the one, uh, the communication. So uh, just, just, I'll just, you'll get it through this. I don't know. I'll do it for you. But that's really, that's really, people will get this through through the, there's going to be an anointing on this that actually is going to expose and just give you wisdom for people who are under this relationally and don't keep yourself tied to it by having any emotional um, responses when it happens to you because when this comes in if it gets you emotionally angry upset overwhelmed and it's hard to not have it don't move on it do not move back in into the relationship or conversation in that emotion because that's a demon that came through that person got them to do something really weird random 
and then comes and gets you uh, like uh, either like completely just exhausted, overwhelmed, drained, not knowing, manipulated, all those things. And so, so it's communicating. So it happens just the people who are even the Christ, the Christians that are doing this, people around you, around you that you know are, are doing this, call them by name in the spirit out, out loud. And you say, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to pretend Moira is harassing me. <laughs> I'm going to curse you, Moira. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I do place stuff, crazy stuff on people, though. It, it, God, God gives me that authority if the anointing's on it. Um. So I would just call the person and I'd say, in the name of Jesus, I just expose the spirit working through, um, working through Moira to cause intimidation, whatever um, spirits have been networking, I sever that communication right now in the name of Jesus. I command this atmosphere clear. I ask that the glory of God, the presence of God right now come in, angels come in. I ask that angels would sever this communication um, and I sever and I put torment. So I will, and God lets me do it. Um, I will put torment on the person if, if the Holy Spirit's on it. And I know that sounds really crazy, but here's the thing. Anybody who's partnered to this high level of a spirit, the spirit will go into torment. I explain that over and over and over and over again. That is their responsibility for tying themselves to a demon. Okay? So all I'm doing is I'm putting on the demon what the demon tried to put on me. That's what I'm doing. And so when I put it back on the spirit, because I have the authority to do that, then what it's going to do, it's going to respond how it normally would respond by doing it to me, but now doing it to the person it's on. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt, and I, and God have let me do it to like certain, because it's, it's just an element of judgment that's on a demon. Okay. Element of judgment that, that is on a spirit. And the people whose hearts are hardened are, are deceptive, are not in purity and not in fullness, that are operating in these things, going after other people who are as prey and stuff. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let's let those demons put torment on them. Okay. So I'll, I'll put, I'll also pray chaos into something because they're so strategic in how they communicate that I'll just, in the name of Jesus, I just place a chaos over it. Communication gets disrupted because God's, God's shown that this thing going full circle, this is what's going to happen. Crazy things are going to come on, like the demons are just going to go into craziness. So they're going to go into the, do it on the people that they're affiliated with. And so, yeah, you can, you can pray um, that, that torment that's come on your mind. You can pl pl uh, pray it, pray it back on the, pray it back, um, removed off of you and back on the spirit. But you got to find out, you want to find out where the specific ties are at. Um, and for people, you know, uh, let's see. For people, you you know, you definitely want to address um, a soul tie. Here's how you do a soul tie. There's somebody you have an emotional connection to or relationally you got close to them. Um, and this is not just sex, man. The soul ties can come in through business. Soul ties can come in through people that are already passed away, not alive. You can have a soul tie. I had a crazy, crazy soul tie to my sister I had to deal with after she died. Like, it's crazy how you can have that. Okay, I'm going to share that story. Okay, so I'm going to share a story of um, breaking a Jezebel thing through a lawsuit. So this is the background. So um, this person's dad died uh, died as and it was as a doc was a doctor and um, had a a um, what's it medical billing person medical biller who um, who worked and was contracted for him 
and she was in Jezebel, okay? So when he passes away, um, the mom gets sued by the medical biller for two, $2 million, accusing that he didn't do certain things properly with some of the, the payment, that, that how he was paying her. Now, I meet this, this family a couple, or th this woman and, um, a couple years ago, and come over to the house, and had heard the backstory and um, come into the home and immediately felt the presence of the dad in the house, which was crazy. And because he never lived there, because it already moved after he had passed away. And I could, it felt as if he lived in the house. I don't know how to explain. I can feel things like that. And I just felt Jezebel immediately. So I, and so we bring up this lawsuit and I asked for a picture of the chick. And so they give me a picture of the chick and I get just smacked hardcore with it's witchcraft, it's this and this. And this is one of the craziest strategic things in the spirit realm. This is when God was like really teaching me strategies, legal legal access points and things, things like that that we just have no idea that are happening in the church and the world of people trying to suck money from people, Jezebel trying to do it. Um, and the crazy thing is two years ago, a, right before this happened, God told me that people associated with my ministry, Jezebel was trying to take all their money. And then I remember you guys, and I was like, this is one of the signs. This is trying to take money from people who are going to be associated who had, who had money. So, so, um, so then I'm walking through the house trying to like, okay, this is a Jezebel thing. What is it? Do I just break it? I didn't fully understand how this was Jezebel. So this gets literally laid out in so many different steps by how I had to walk through figuring out what it was. So I go into the mom's bedroom and I'm walking like through clearing the atmosphere, clearing the atmosphere and cause I could feel witchcraft in her dad all over the house. And so I walk into the bathroom and screamed because it felt like I stepped into the spirit realm and I just crossed over so hard, so fast that it threw me and I screamed and jumped and ran. Like if when I, my discernment gets turned on like that, it's like another level what I can feel. And it, it's, it scares me. It doesn't scare me. It's just so strong. It's because something is accessing the spirit realm and what I'm feeling and it needs to be removed because it's accessing demons. And that's what it is. And I jumped and I jumped back. I was like, what on earth? What is in the bathroom? Come to find out the closet that I was walking by had the ashes of the dad. And I just walked by the ashes and it did that to me. And I have never experienced anything like that. I didn't understand it. That's where I had to get some mentoring on this one because this one was a new one for me. Um, and God started showing me it was an act. This is an access point in the spirit realm because of the soul tie and the grief of the death of the husband and all of this stuff. And this was accessing something, but it was so much deeper. Here's something I've learned about stuff in people's houses. It's not just about removing, sometimes it is, removing something that could be a tie to a false religion, a tie to something, getting it out of the house because of what it, other times it's been emotional things. So here's another interesting story I had happen. I was cleansing another lady's house and they, people when they're like open to my ministry, they just will walk around with a trash bag. That's the type of people I do ministry for. They're the ones that they trust me. They're gonna let me say whatever I wanna say, act how I wanna act, nobody, they don't combat me. And if they did, I wouldn't do ministry for them. So, um, and they and they're asked, they want me to do it. God says, yes, you can do it. So they literally have all these things laid out all over there. This is the one that locked me, put me in a car in, in the attic. And all over, just wanting me to go around, see if anything was open, open doors. And one thing was this old, old Bible from her great grandma 
And she was like showing me the, pos- the possessions and I got super affected by this Bible. And I was like, what on earth? This makes no sense to me, God. This is a Bible. Why do I feel something so heavy and demonic on it? And then I start, I'm holding the Bible. I start having these visions of whoever owned the Bible. I saw them in a boat. Like they came from, what are the, those called? Refugees? Not a refugee. Somebody who comes over on a boat from somewhere. An immigrant? It's not an immigrant. Is it a refugee? Why is your mind not working? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I expect you to know that. <laughs> I mean, where, where was, we want to go with okay. this. <laughs> it was a, uh, like our, it was like a refugee. An immigrant. And in, yeah, somebody coming, I mean, they're probably, I don't know where, from Europe, something like that. I don't, and she, this woman, and I don't know this when I'm holding the Bible. I see this woman holding this Bible in a boat coming to like America and sobbing over the Bible, like sobbing over her family, sobbing of holding on to the things of promises of the, the Bible carried so much flipping grief. And so then I'm like, I see this woman doing all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And she said, Oh, that's my great grandma who owned this. She came over on a boat and she was like, exactly that a prayer warrior for her family, always holding on to things. And so I just, so it took me, I think, to the next day to understand what God would, because I had to, like, pray. I was like, God, I don't understand that, because I have a lot of belongings of my mom's. Um, and the crazy, interesting thing is about that, after this situation, I actually moved all my sister's and my mom's belongings into my garage. And it, and I just think it was God just kind of showing me, like, the sorrow that can be on certain possessions and um, the emotions of that somebody carried and that I have no alignment with that in my life anymore. I don't have depression. I'm not carrying grief. Um, he was just like, just, you don't need it around you. So, but it wasn't like it was like affecting me. I think God was just showing me you're in a new place to do that. So I had to pray into what I was picking up for this one. So here's what God was showing me. It wasn't that she just had to trash that Bible. Cause I think she did anything I would say. I felt something on the chick threw it away. I was like, if it was like a diamond, I was like, if I have fill of something on this, I'm just going to say it and take your diamond ring. And I told her that she had me check one of these like $10,000 diamond ring. And I could have been like, oh yeah, I feel a demon on this. I better take it. Um, and, uh, and what God showed me was that she had a similarity of this grief holding on to breakthrough for her family. And she would weep and grieve in the same way that this grandma. So it was a soul issue. So that's where you, where that's where this stuff can get really interesting. Like it's not just, oh, just remove this and it's a magic wand, blah, blah, blah. No, when I'm really ministering to somebody, I'm going to deal with your heart issues. I'm going to deal with like, what is this access point to this to where it makes sense to grow you in intimacy with God and expose anything that is using anything to keep you from that. That is the purpose of all of this. This is the purpose of exposing why these spirits do it. So why something would be so important of something random being in the home, like that woman's husband's ashes that was the doctor and here's where it plays out it takes a while to play out to understand what this was because I went through a few different prayer sessions with it I keep feeling random things in the house and one of them was even a karate belt right yeah like a karate belt was the opening and I my niece takes karate at my brother's house in Denver and my sister-in-law's asked me, and I, I'm like, nope, I don't feel anything on it. And you know what's so weird about that is that there could potentially be something, but because they're probably kind of hardened, well, she's not, but my brother's more, a little bit, would be hardened to that, that God isn't going to have me tap into something that's going to be not received and not get to the bulk of what it is, right? 
So I just won't feel it everywhere. Like I'm not all big about it. I don't go into people's houses and be like, oh, you can't have that, don't have that, don't have, no. This is a very specific ministry for the people who are ready to go get to the layers of everything out of your life. This is, you gotta be in that place of desperation. You gotta be dealing with warfare. You're trying to understand, make sense of things. Things aren't making sense with your business. Things aren't making sense financially. And you have to be open to wanna to understand the spirit realm behind it for me to ever, ever, ever go to that level with you. So um, we end up having to do different prayer sessions. Long story short, the woman who was suing for the $2 million, there was a soul tie between her and the dad. Not a bad, not a bad, it was a relationship soul tie of being indebted. Like he needed to help her. He needed, she always wanted the contracts from him to, to work for him. So it was this indebted thing she played on him. And then the soul tie between the wife and the husband that she, the wife who was being sued for the $2 million, she had an idolatry in her heart towards her husband who was passed on way above her love for God. And that idolatry is what accessed the spirit realm to put it now on her, the lawsuit, that would go back to that. I mean, this is so intricate. This can be so hard for people to understand. I don't even know if this could go in the book. Um, it might just be points of it. Like, it basically had to do with an idol of the woman's heart with somebody who had already passed away placed an access point through that person who had passed attachment to Jezebel she wasn't attached personally to Jezebel the husband who's passed on so what I had how how I had to break this was that this had to go into and this comes out in prayer like I have to get into prayer and tap into and I'll be able I'm able to figure this stuff out in the spirit realm um, when it comes down comes down to like this level of understanding it so in prayer I I had to take her through exposing this this idol where did the spirit latch onto her idol of her husband being above God how is it now accessing through these things through witchcraft through this Jezebel woman and then sever that and then I can go after the Jezebel woman um, and she was an evil, 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 evil woman, what she was doing. And it was she was playing all different ways to get all this money. I mean, it, it was a drawn out. From the time I prayed and broke all the main things to the ending of it was probably not for a year later, right? It was still like a year drawn out thing. So it wasn't... It's like two years total. Two like years that. total. So I came in, what, after a year probably? Yeah. Okay, so we go after severing. Now, it, it went through a few different sessions trying to deal with it multiple times um, having to come back and kind of and then going having to remove multiple things in the house then to where i finally felt the end point was done for what i could do with the demons behind it right she still had to go through a lot of stuff with court but over time what's crazy it was so threatening at first over time this chick started to lose all her power she loses her lawyer she gets exposed for lies she gets exposed being crazy and she walked away from two million she walked away getting what seven thousand Seven thousand, which honestly, like from two million, you gotta be like, I'm good with that. That's where it's like, I'm good. Get get this person out of my life. Like that is nothing compared to going after two million dollars. But here's how it still sucked money. She had to pay for a lawyer for all of it, so it still was sucking money. It was still finding way, even though it didn't land the actual lawsuit. It was still sucking money by the effort, the intimidation, the exhaustion. And so that's what the spirit will do. Like it'll suck it until it gets like exposed to where you gotta break every single tie it's attaching to and then slowly let it unravel. And it, it's gonna do it. It'll it'll unravel. It may, it may take, may take um, 
some I don't I don't I feel right now that this is gonna unravel really like fast um, yeah because the Spirit of God is on like a quickening a quickening with it so with the one that I've been uh, like addressing through these through these podcasts in general when I'm referring to having to break to this level um, it literally can get that intertwined and here's here's an, another I get very if you want, if God lets me, first of all, I don't just do this for anyone who asks me. I've been asked to cleanse home. I, I've been, I don't do prayer sessions. Like I'm very, um, I'm very specific in what I'm willing to do because I understand what I've gone through to carry what I carry and I care for myself and I am not going to throw everything at anyone. And I, and I just believe that's the spirit of God and his care for me and his care for his children. So when I'm, if I, if God allows, allows me and says, this is something for you to do. If you don't listen to what I tell you to do, I won't do it for you. <laughs> that's just what, I, that's really the situations I've, I've been in. Um, like I won't, if this, if a person, let's say, goes back into like a false religion or doing something like yoga or just having things in their home, then I'm done. I won't do it anymore. Because, because I'm not gonna waste my time. My body physically exhausts to discern demons. And if, you, if you're not gonna follow it to the detail that I'm telling you to get these things out of your house and do stuff like that, then I'm like, I'm not, I won't, um, I'm finished. And I, I've picked up when people have lied to me um, or telling me that so, they're doing something, oh, I can feel it in prayer and I'll just be done with them. And uh, that's the thing, it's like you can't really hide, hide from the Holy Spirit, but that's the thing about this stuff. It gets so intertwined so stinking intertwined to understand to the level that this gets in and infiltrates that people who want this type of ministry end up in they are in desperate moments and they are the ones that will do all of it they'll do all of it that i'm saying because they're like i just want freedom of this and i'll do it i'll get rid of all these things so i've never really had i've only had a couple ones that um no i've had more than that 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 went that did other stuff and i was like yeah i'm good i'm not gonna i'm not gonna minister anymore i'm not gonna do prayer um, at this point, just because I am not exhausting myself. If you want to stay accessible to, to accessible to, to this, because the spirit immediately, when it starts to lose power, it's, it immediately tries to, um, it's going to try to do something to get you to tie back in. So, so it's going to, it's going to get completely just keep exhausting, exhausting, exhausting where all the doors don't get closed. All of the doors have to get closed and it gets to like such a crazy place of having to sever 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 and it's so hard and it's traumatizing it's exhausting it, it 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 can ruin your heart and soul i understand like how bad this stuff this stuff can get but you want to look for every every single access access point so with con if there's contracts like written written contracts i would renounce them because they've already been written, and so in some ways, your person is going to feel legally tied to something that is is either verbal or contracting that's binding. So in the spirit realm, we'll use that legal. They will use what's naturally legal and spiritually legal. Same thing. They're they're very legalistic, very very legalistic, and they're accusers. They are accusers. So if they have you on something where they can accuse you. Um, in the spirit realm, they, they'll do it if they get you on a tie to something. And so, um, so you, you want it verbally. I would, when it comes to legal stuff like that, that's an issue. 
that has been contracted. Now, this is going to be when you're dealing with all the things. Like, you can't just go after one if you haven't gone after the soul ties, the relationships, any possessions, any, um, then at some point cutting off all access to you when you can get there. At that point, you're going to do that. And if you can, in certain situations, block them. Just flip and block them. Unless, like, you just cannot, it's impossible because of the, the connections. Like, I don't know. I mean, I can't try to understand to that level when it comes to business. I've just never personally experienced it. So I don't want to give just stupid, stupid advice, you know. I But if a person's in a situation where you can, flip and block them. Like the girl that I was talking about yesterday that cut off her dad. She changed her number. She's like, she's done crazy stuff to her family. I mean, and that, and I am like clapping my hands for you. Good for you, girlfriend. I want to do that. I want to change my number, but I just block people anyways. I, I block people real quick. And so um, I just make sure they have no access to me. I'll block them on social media. I'll block them on, the, on my phone. And that's also why I want to be off. So eventually I'm going to get off completely off of like somewhere like Instagram because I don't want people having like any access at like that, that level, um, level to me because it's just, it's too accessible in the spirit realm. I don't want to deal with it. I already know what can happen through things. I don't need to be watched on social media. I don't need to be trolled. First of all, I'm too immature to get trolled because I'll troll people back and I'll get in fights and I already know that. So I'm like, this is why I don't have a big following is because I would be the most immature ministry leader on social media because I would yell at people. I would troll them. I would do it right back at them if they wrote comments under my stuff and I'm like, okay, this is why God doesn't give me a big following because I would totally be way too aggressive, way too aggressive on social media. But it ties, that stuff ties everything. It literally ties, really, it really, it ties even through the phone. The phone can be something. I have had to deal with people doing stuff with their phone. Who was that? I can't remember. When I was praying for them, I saw their phone being a huge tie and having things on it. And, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember that now. I'm sure it's happened a couple times, but I just saw that there was something with their phone that they literally had to, the, the spirits were like using them to access them through their phone all the time. And it was like just a boundary of like not always being responsive or, you know, something like that, like to the level of understanding, like how much you can cut and cut and sever. But, um, so renouncing a con, a con, something that's contracted verbally. This could be literally, okay, I'm had to renounce, I had to say, take back calling that girl my sister. That can literally contract be contracting in the spirit realm because you are tying yourself and giving them a place that now a demon will stand behind that and harass you with it. So I had to like release that this girl is not my sister. She ain't my spiritual sister. She's not a covenant, whatever. This is a spirit of Jezebel. I expose it for what it is. And I renounce saying that. And I've actually had to do that with people who had a spiritual son. And that spiritual son operated in a spirit of power and control, which would be under, under witchcraft. And how it was tying to him was because he was called a spiritual son and he mentored him. And how I had to cut it for him was renouncing him as a spiritual son and placing him out of that category. So that would be a renouncing. That's also going to involve a soul tie. When you're dealing also with the soul tie, you're going to want to deal with um, offense that took place, any blessings, any cursings. And if you're talking about cursings, you, you know, I'm going to refer to like something that, here's what I say for people. Learn to do, learn to hear from the Holy Spirit. Ask God, did this person put anything on me? 
Like, did I tie to something that they have placed something like, and I know that just sounds so crazy. I promise you these things can happen. And it comes from your tie to them. It comes from the agreement to them. It's not that your people are so in sin. No, this happened so easily. I was not in any sin when this chick did this to me. I was not doing anything wrong. I was in complete purity and she tied to me to the level that she, she tied to take down my entire ministry. That was the agenda on the girl, was to take down my freaking ministry. Um, and take down, just not, you know, Jezebel wanted to take my head before I could take hers. That's basically what it was. Um, and so I, if there's another contracting, I, here's what I would do business with a business contract. I would actually take what was the business contract deal and actually verbalize it and sever any spirits that actually were able to like connect, keep tied or associate through the agreement. Um, and the only, and the reason, and this is, is hard to understand, but when you're desperate, you're going to do it is you're going to want to see if this is anything that it, it can deal with, because even though you're dealing with natural legal issues that are in the, the world that are going to be naturally legal there, the demons will also play behind them and make them worse, uh, worse results from them, meaning they'll increase what the result and the penalty would have been because they're tied to it. Does that make sense? So like you could have a natural like issue with the contract, like these with deals in your life, business issues, lawsuits, stuff like that. And there's going to be a natural result and loss. What they will do is tie in deeper through the verbal agreement or the con in the contract. So I would, I go, I'll go, what I would say is you go after the spirits behind it. Doesn't mean that there's not going to be a loss. Doesn't mean that there's not going to be some issues that fallouts from it. It's just to keep it from getting worse by what, what we're doing in this is cutting the ties of the spirits behind it. We live in a natural world. We have humans that are humans and we have demons that like to play through humans. Um, and so you have both. You have to deal with the human response. You have to deal with the world response. And then you also have to deal now with the demons. So with the contracting thing, I would say, let's see, Holy Spirit, whatever con whatever contracts are binding, any relationships, I would expose what any verbal agreements were, any contracting agreements, business things um, planned to do, any, any business deals that I had with this person in the name of Jesus, every contracting thing that I have associated myself um, that God, you allowed in a time and now you've exposed it for what it was that I break in and expose the spirits behind this entire deal. And I, um, I call it collapsing down. I send it back to the people who it came through. Um, I sever the attachment through those people. And, um, I think, and then I thank you God for the natural response and result. Um, to be w removed without spiritual warfare um, and breaking all torment associated with it. So that would be a prayer for something that's going to be legally, that explained it well enough, right? So maybe you're, you're, you're needing to renounce with the legal tie that the agreement was. You're still acknowledging that this is the world. These are normal things. We, we, you're going to have, res uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, results ramifications. yes you're still gonna have ramifications that come from it because of it being legal natural stuff like that we're just gonna go after after this the spirits behind it so um 
Intimidation, fear, anger, and rage. Um, I already did that too now. This is like went into number three. So this kind of, so it looks like one and two are kind of in both of these, right? But then I also went into three because three was, if I'm going to get this all out today, do you know I'm going to throw a flipping party? I'm going to throw a flipping party. I'm going to be so happy if this is finished right. today. I feel like it, it probably will. Yeah. It's already getting to the end of it. It's probably yeah. just going to be a short explanation mm -hmm. to have of like going after these. Okay, so. Quick question. So it's more like dealing with the emotional effects. Speak a little louder. So it's it's more dealing with the emotional effects of what the demons are doing. What is more dealing with the emotional effects? Like when you're when you're cutting the spirits that are tied to that that legal agreement, that natural to the business deal. Uh -huh. Um, no, it's also going to be that they they'll increase the things in the natural. Okay. They will make it worse. Yeah. So they'll 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 make um suck make it that it sucks more money. They'll, they will create it 100% worse than it is. So it's not just emotional. It actually would be going after that they will make the natural stuff worse. Yeah, because they'll, they'll go after the money worse. They're going to go after um, trying to, they'll make the person who's tied to the spirit do things and compelled to push in on things in strategically. So, and they'll know how, and they'll do it very well because the spirit's very strategic and the person just thinks that they're they're just blind to, to what they're walking in that it's a demon behind them because they're they have broken parts in their soul that they want what they want and so they're going to do these choices to get what they want without caring in any way regard for the other person that they're doing it to so they'll get compelled to do it so you would have the, the person behind let's say the legal thing that's falling out the people behind it will become more strategic in how they do it and what they get. So when you break the spirit behind it, meaning you're bringing the power of the spirit working through that person towards you because of your contracts or your ties, you're severing their ability. Now what happens when you've severed that ability by severing it verbally in the, the spirit realm, severing whatever the ties are, you can now flip it on them. You can flip it on the spirits. Because now you are in a place of authority. Because when you walk in the place of the authority of Jesus Christ, we have the authority over this stuff. You have the authority. The things that keep it in a stronger place are going to be spiritual legalistic ties that demons tie to. Um, and those are the things that have to be broken in order to take like the full authority. But you're, you're going to feel the repercussions even when it's severed and severing. You're still going to feel weird intimidations. You're still going to feel weird threats that um, it doesn't mean it's not just because it's broken. You don't see and feel anything. No, you will actually feel it in the breaking of it. And it will sometimes just kind of come back, try to come back in and play you. That's another thing it'll do. It'll try to make you think that it, it's there and has more power than it does. That's another, it'll just, yeah, they totally come back and do stuff like that. That's a very normal, normal thing a spirit will do even when, it's lost its power, it'll, it'll do it. Um, okay, so strategy number three was victim's response to counteract. And I, I explained, I, I explained a lot of that. It was, okay, I'd say do not emotionally engage or respond in harassment, stay silent, do not defend yourself. That's a huge one. When it comes to um, when these spirits want that response, 
that you you have to stay confident and collected. Um, you can't engage it emotionally. Sometimes you have to go silent. That's another way to break it. Um, ignoring, blocking, those are the things I was also saying. Um, and there are times God's going to call you to go head-to-head -head, like he did with me and that guy. So that is also another strategy that God will call a person to do. And you might get called on the floor to call them for what they are. Ooh, yeah, I feel that right now. This person, you might be doing that. You might be going head to head to head and just being blunt and strong and saying this, nope, done. And uh, pretty aggressive and you're allowed to because this is a flip, this is such a flipping Jezebel and even in the spiritual people they've used or Christians or however, whatever this is a tie to, go after it. Go after it. Um, the other one, I say call it for what it is. Prayer for soul ties and idols of the heart. That's another, that what I explained. Walk through the intimidation and fear until it breaks. Um, several other relationships did that. Contracts, money ties, possessions, emails, phones, photos, gifts. I already went through all that. I feel like I explained that well enough. Um, possessions of false religions and person person's activities involving it. I explained that too. And that's really hard to fully grasp when you have to break to that level. That's going to be... For me, that all just comes with like discern me feeling and discerning things. But if you're having issues with witchcraft harassment and you're breaking it in every area, then you have to get rid of anything in the home that would be tied to a false religion. You have to. You have to, you have to, you have to. All I can tell you, it creates an access point to the spirit realm of your location of your home. That's what's going to do. And what that'll do is just give demons, demons attached to, to things that represent them and idols. Um, and they attach to it. They, they look for hosts. They, they are, they attach to where they can legally go. And if people are with unbeknownst to them in ignorance and don't understand that them having a Buddha in their home or, um, you know, weird, I've had to remove from some person, Chinese medicine thing from China that was a witchcraft thing. I mean, it can be the most random stuff. And and God, and I don't fully, I mean, again, like I said, my thing is all about sensing, feeling, seeing, and that's all. Mine's not just a legalistic thing. The only thing I do know is that when it comes to a cleansing to this level to get out from under these types of spirits, you cannot have any of that in the home because it will come through, it will give it ability to, I mainly think, to either come into the atmosphere you're in and harass you or communicate like it that's what that's what it that's what it does so um i'm trying to think of how this person i don't feel like you have any of that in the house so you're good um other people that would it's gonna be um, weird, just weird stuff, weird things. I've had one chick. It was like a piece of jewelry that was like this weird symbol, and it was it was it was a thing that like I get hit when I touch it. That's how I know it's just like it's a weird response I have to it. So if you're somebody just like you really are going to this level of cleansing and you're open to this and you're trying to figure these things out, just look up. I would say look it up. It's too many for me to like explain how many things could be under those false religions maybe google it um okay the other address relationships that are in an authority over you break any curse okay i did that addressing verbal contracts alignments with promises or agreements i did that i'm gonna have done all of this yes 
What are we at? In two podcasts at 45 minutes. That means we're going to be done. So I'll just go into the last one was being aware and alert. And I already kind of did that. Do not come. Okay. Okay. I just had a few things that I wanted to say. This is going to be totally for the butt. For people who to have an awareness of how you can easily like, even if you're breaking free of it, to keep yourself from coming back under something like that or being being a being a prey to like people that are that are doing this to people and tying to them or being being in need just don't be in so much need of people how about that like the problem we have in the church is that we are always needing to be ministered to always needing prophetic words always needing to be under leadership needing to be mentored needing to be that and there is a lack of discernment in that because the moment you come under that leadership because they have a strong prophetic gift or they're in leadership doing this this and this like you come under the possibility of coming under these spirits i mean just like i explained in the introduction of the guy that was um the guy that cursed uh, colin colin the flipping prayer minister at irvine mariners cursing people i mean i mean it's just so mind-blowing and like just because you come under you're under their leadership like you don't always need to be under leadership. I will not come under leadership. I won't because I have seen too much crazy stuff. I have seen too much crazy stuff. Um, and I won't come under certain. I just won't do it. Um, and because I don't trust the, a lot of the hearts of people, like especially ministry people. They're all in it for a lot of them are in it for fame, for the biggest following. They get jealous. They get insecure of other people's gifts. It's so worldly and demonic. And I am like, why are we even doing this, people? Why are we so obsessed? with these weird things of power as in ministry. I just don't get it and don't come under people just because they look powerful. Like you will come under the spirit, I promise you. You will somehow turn to pray under these people who who want power and the way that they, they, they will infiltrate in really cra crazy ways like wanting to mentor you. So there, this person who I was actually thinking about who I've seen go and want to mentor all these different ministries and my interaction with her she was mean to me and here's what always happens to situations where god exposes people to me and makes sure that they do not touch my ministry is they'll be mean to me and for no reason i'm never doing anything so they either get intimidated by me or they just don't like me for some reason just how colin didn't like me that guy didn't like me the one that is in full-blown witchcraft was trying to intimidate me when i was doing and gave the most amazing word and met for lunch with the friend I was with. That's the crazy thing. She went and met with them. And they, and they, and the, I did end up getting his phone, his wife's phone number. And I had some interaction with her. I don't fully really remember, but they in no way were interested in. Cause I had conversations with them at the end of the night because I found out that's what they had this deliverance ministry. And so, you know, I kind of was talking to them, but all they did was intimidate. That's all they did was try to intimidate and make you feel like you're, you were like no good. And, and the crazy thing is they did not like me, but they loved my friend. And my friend, of course, attracts that, attracted that because she liked um, the fame thing. And I saw it happen to her at another at another ministry um, thing too in Orange County. In, 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 why can I not waste this talking? Why was I not to say that? Okay. I was weird. God just stopped my mouth. That was really funny. I thought my mouth was, oh my gosh, that was so weird. Okay, God, uh, lesson learned.
a ministry thing. And I saw her get totally called out, prophesied, and like a real big showboaty like like thing and highlighted like crazy and gain all this favor. And God never let me turn on there, never let my gifts flow there, made me have no relationships, no highlighting, like made it. And I don't go places looking for that. I actually avoid doing ministry. <laughs> I do. I'm pretty bad, actually. Like I, I do it if I'm like, this is a group that I'm leading and I'm ahead of it. But I don't show up places and want to do I like to sit off to the corner like and watch. Like I just don't have an interest to be seen, to flow like that. And honestly I get really exhausted but when I get super hit by the Holy Spirit so I just kind of like to sit back unless I'm fully in charge of something then I'm good but if someone else is in charge I have no interest so it doesn't it didn't really bother me it just later I felt God show me what it was was that because of the desire for those things she was attracting people who actually desired those things as well who wanted the attention of ministry and although they all looked anointed and they all carried gifts there was a highlighting because of what was in the heart. And because I didn't have that, he would make people be, those people be mean to me because he didn't want me associated with people that weren't in purity. And so, you know, the funny thing is that I get, I get crazy. I get favor with the other, these other people, you know, with Scott and like all of everything he did for me and gave to me and with Ray and they were in purity though. They never were in competition with me. They never wanted fame. They've never wanted attention. Like they were in the place where God, that's where God gave me favor. And um, in, in, those, in those certain leaderships, these other ones, something really weird would happen and they would just be mean. And so people who need to, you, want to, you need to hear this, like keep your heart free of wanting those things. So the leadership that's anointed for you is ones that are in purity because you can attract bad leadership by your heart wanting what they have. So if you want what they have, like in that way of looking at power and those things, that way of it being enticed by it, then you're going to, you're going to, you're going to go after it like that. Like you're going to basically align with that person, with your heart idols, align with that leadership and then come under it. So, um, it's literally the idolatry of the heart will attract this. The things that you have in your heart that are raised above God and you don't think are raised above God because this is how ministry has always looked. Ministry gets you famous. Uh, singing gets you a record deal. Conferences get you lots of numbers. This gets you this. So it looks normal. And so people don't think it's an idol above him in the heart. It 100%, 100, 100%. It's the idolatry that is in ministry. And when you come into situations ever carrying that, you will then align with that leadership that also carries it and they'll prophesy over you. They will do things over you. They will speak into you in certain ways. You'll come under it. You'll get hooked by it. Then all of a sudden they will um, take you in as prey or you operate in it, in it your, in yourself. Um, do not just come under any authority. Guard your heart. The idols you have in your heart. Witchcraft um, ties. That's the same thing to come under that. Um, willful sins spiritual laws broken jesus what else do i want to share any more um oh yeah i'm gonna close with this taking the head of jezebel i'm gonna tell a good story oh uh, when you get you get can have the head of the spirit and actually be in contact with it when you come out from under this okay here's a good story this was a male a male jezebel so i started doing ministry 
with a couple friends a few years ago and we were doing like stuff together um they would help me with my events and um and uh just super supportive these were good friends and no, no issue there and uh they had a guy who was attending their stuff who was in leadership with them and so when i get invited into this location which is where i was holding all my events like god just opened this huge opportunity for me because they had cameras there they had uh, things people staffed to help me with it all of it was given to me for free because of the the head guy uh, uh, um, that had all this stuff and when i come in i just started gaining a lot of favor so i was just put in a certain position i was put in a, a position with people and um leading things and and what was happening and so there was a guy that was a part of it and the first time i met him he was super nice to me and we it was it we was fine he was super friendly and charming and kind and then i start hearing these stories at their meetings that they were having because i wasn't really attending them at this point because i was only coming in to host my own events and so i was over the the entire event when i was hosting it but then it turns into you know i start a church there turns in that i'm going there every monday to help nevea with their stuff and all that but i was not i was not in any dominant position on that i was dominant on my events like when i'm over an event i'll slit your throat and i'm very very dom dominant into the uh, what's happening in the spirit realm um i can because god gave me the authority over over it and that's if it's my event i'm gonna i'm gonna watch over what people are doing and things like that but when it's other things i'm not i'm not dominant so i didn't come in in this weird you know in this weird thing and he was super friendly to me then the next time i see him he wouldn't talk to me and starts releasing intimidation and i could totally see see what he's doing i was like oh this is like a, a spirit of intimidation and then i hear what he was doing on their monday meetings and taking over the entire group and when i was told what he was doing i said oh that's a spirit of jezebel he's got jezebel on him so this turns into a big big thing so he starts becoming really um rude kind of to me intimidating to me because the first event i had he just like he 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 just had such a crazy spirit of jezebel this dude he was so ridiculous like he was so ridiculous and it was just because of what i carried and i did because i wasn't dominating anything it's just that i would have carried in the spirit that was all that made him do this to me and he just started doing super weird stuff and i noticed how bad he was trying to intimidate he's trying to get me out of there he did not want me there he wanted his like to be in his place of power and i intimidated his power and all all of that stuff so we did really weird stuff at my events when they would ask me to speak on their monday nights he would have to leave the room that was another thing he did he had to leave the room when i was there like he just or and he would literally pretend like i didn't i mean he became totally mean to me and that's kind of weird for a guy to do to be quite honest because when guys with females are usually like not gonna be mean like you know what i'm saying so it was an odd thing and what i noticed is that he didn't like girls he always wanted to be the guys so here's another weird thing he always wanted to be the guys and he wanted to mentor all the young guys so it starts to look a little weird a little bit something's off something's not right okay um and so over time because i start getting such a favor Scott starts putting me in this like position and pulling me out at every everything and putting me wanting me to be the the person to release the power whatever it was and I would just follow his lead if he wanted me to do it do it but I never took over they were putting me in this position and I would do it if they asked me and stuff like that turns to him just 
stopped coming. So he worked at intimidating, getting me out of there. Then it got so bad because then he sees that the owners of the business then are wanting to meet with me and I'm helping with certain prophetic things and they were called into the meeting, the, this guy was, because he worked under Scott at the time and would come into the meetings and all of a sudden kiss my butt. After he disappeared, so he tried to intimate, was really, really mean to me, disappears for five months, doesn't come to any events, just, just disappears. Then out of the blue, then I am in this other position with, with, with helping their, like some stuff happen. And he starts coming back, kissing my butt. And here's what the spirit does. So this is one of its flip faces. So he did it kind of the opposite way. So he worked through intimidation first to intimidate me. Then because intimidation didn't work, he kind of went on the run and came back charming, very charming. He literally like hated me. And this was so bizarre. Five months later, when he sees the position in favor that I'm getting, he then comes in to get under it. So he came in in a different strategy with me. And I was so clued into Jezebel at this time that I was like, okay, let's play this. I'm down. <laughs> I don't care. I know what you're doing. I'll totally play this. I don't care. I have the head of you. So I actually became friends with him. I knew what he was doing the whole time. And I would let him call me and text me. And I was just like, um, he helped me at my events after that. He'd come and set up all my chairs. Uh, some of my videos, if you hear a guy laughing hysterically loud and abide, that was him. <laughs> the guy couldn't even show up. He could not even show up to my events before this. And then he comes back in. Like he would text me, do you want any coffee? And bring me coffee. Um, he would bring me people to pray for. It was insane, his face, how he flipped strategy on me. And because I knew what it was, I didn't really care. I was like, yeah, I'll take some coffee. I'd like a chai latte. <laughs> so I totally just played into it because I was like, oh, I mean, I know what you're doing. And I appreciate your help. I know you're Jezebel. We're good. Like I, I did believe he was falsely prophesying and he was falsely manifesting and that he was doing... Um, there was homosexual stuff in his past, which he opened up to me about. So, you know, it ends up, we have this friendship and, I, and I'm doing all this ministry and, um, uh, and I knew the whole time what he was operating in and he would, and I was like, I'm good with it. I mean, I know he's trying to play a card and I, I never was going to let him get that infiltrate. I wouldn't let him have any leadership at B1. So I made sure I talked, you know, to Sky. I said, the, these guys cannot be in any type of leadership. I don't want, this is uh, Jezebel's spirit. So he needs to stay in this, like, you know, so I, I was making sure of things like that. Right. Um, but for the most part, I was like, whatever. So he ends up moving states and I'm friends with his, I was friends with his roommate who they were living and they were working for Scott's business in, in another state. And somehow it comes out that I confront him on his witchcraft on a phone call and it was anointed and he was going through something and the Holy Spirit was just on it. And I told him, I said, you have a witchcraft mindset. You're doing this, this, this. The, the crazy thing to the backstory of this dude, he tapped into witchcraft and demons as a young kid and gained a crazy power and was able to do the craziest stuff. And he'll admit it, what he was able to do that he said he gave something over when he was younger. This is so psychotic. So then he gets old. So then he has struggles with homosexuality. That's why he only wanted to be around the guys, why he didn't like the girls. And then he gets older and starts doing like um, getting into prophetic stuff and ministry ties and getting such a power 
through his false prof his prophecies that appeared accurate were full-blown full-blown witchcraft he gained such a power he's able to get the thing fed with guys with being or mentoring boys and doing weird stuff like he did not go date women had no interest in females like it was obvious the stronghold was still there the stronghold of his heart was still freaking there it was so obvious so when i call him out for his witchcraft he he had, he goes 100 percent yes and this is also part of how the demon was trying to play me and i know that it submits to you and i knew that's what it was but god was just telling me you're just gonna have to do this because this is part of like what you're gonna learn so um he doesn't do what i say he needs to do to break it and the roommate ends up coming under like a stupid oppressive cursing from it because of the soul tie he came under because he was a young guy and this was an older guy who was the witchcraft guy and i never warned his his roommate i'm still friends with i love the kid he's a sweet guy um he's only like 23 24 and he's just he's a sweet innocent innocent guy and he's dealt with so many weird witchcraft things too and i've helped him with a lot of stuff he lives in texas now um but he so he um he contacts me he said i had a dream and in the dream you were casting witchcraft on this is a younger kid who's a roommate and i said i said all right mario i'm gonna tell you what i haven't told you this whole time and i said robert's under witchcraft and has been basically tight and i just never i don't just go around warning people because i can see that stuff all the time and i'm the holy spirit doesn't just have me blow horns on everyone only when god's on it do i do it and a lot of times i, I leave it alone and don't say anything unless god wants me to so god used that to open open up the thing so mario it it blows his mind everything that he was under was being tied through a witchcraft soul tie of being in being mentored by this guy and so Mario freaks out, cuts all ties, moves back to California, come to find out the other young kid at our ministry events came under so much torment from what the dude did that he was ended up in counseling. That I ended up having to help him a little bit too because then he finds out that I exposed the guy. Because then it comes, it start, they start, everyone starts, they all start talking about it, right? That this is, oh my gosh, this is what he's been doing. This makes so much sense. We've all been coming under this weird torment. He, how he prophesies into our soul in a weird way. He ties us into things. And, and so the, it was to the young boys. So it wasn't, I don't think the females were, it was these younger guys. He was doing it to them. So one of them ended up in counseling. Like it just, I mean, it was a poop, a poop show. And then he caught the guy contacts me and says so mario's confronted me on the things that you also brought up and has left and wants to talk to me. he's crying being very very vulnerable and the holy spirit just takes over my mouth and i just start saying crazy stuff like god just started talking to him through me and i was crying i was weeping and i was saying things that the demons have asked for him have asked for him oh god oh when i say it it's so strong. Oh, it's saying it. It was so strong. I was bawling my eyes out, and then I was yelling because God was literally saying, "You have to get like warning you, warning him of what he's doing, what he's tapped into, and that demons are literally gotten to a place where they have like proven legally that they have taken him. Ugh. Like they're getting to that, and I'm bawling my eyes out. He's bawling. I mean, I and we're dealing with stuff that happened to him younger. It was very aggressive. It was okay. So it was very like. It was compassionate in the in one part and then very warning and judgment in another part that it was his last straw. Like God has given many, many chances until this place where he is going to get completely taken over by what he is tapped into and what he's doing, like with guys, with all of this, and it to ministries and infiltrated ministries. Well, 
It was about a two-hour conversation, and that was it. Never heard from the guy, never talked to him again. He's disappeared. And God just, and God did not want me to ever reach out to him again. God did not want me involved in it. God was just showing me this is what we're going to walk into, that these people are going to get exposed. You're going to have a mouth with it. Um, you're going to bring them to repentance. And then if they don't go to repentance, this is kind of what's, what's going to happen. They're going to fully cross into demonic stuff. And um, I I don't feel he's uh, repent. I don't feel he's um, repented. I just don't. So I feel he's still in it. I feel he's still accessing the power. I feel he's still trying to infiltrate ministries and the young guys and and do and do all that. And I mean, luckily, I mean he never he never tried to because he wasn't tied to me. Here's the thing. This is where I'm teaching the head of Jezebel. God got me to a place to say you have an authority now to see this. You can actually like it's a stepping stool for you. Let him set up your event. You got the head of this. Let him be in the front row cracking up the whole time. Let him call you for ministry. Like it was like God literally was like saying, you have the head of this. And here's the thing where I won't do it. I won't do it with people who I will do it if God, if the anointing's on it with somebody who's in and there's a complete peace, I see through it, whatever. But other people I won't do it is when God warns me and says like, nope, because they're they're trying to tie to uh, females that have done it to me. Because I've cut off a lot of females this past year. I'm on like how many friendships over the last few couple years all the time because they get exposed and I block them. And so the moment that they cross into any type of emotional seduction through prophetic words or um, tying to me like a more emotional and not impurity, God exposes them instantly and says they're doing this. And um, and it's crazy. Like God will just tell me the wow. Like, I mean, he just, this is what happens when you become really close with God and you are just giving him everything and you stand with him and him alone, he will literally guide every step you take in protection and it doesn't mean that you don't come in warfare you don't come in challenges it just means that he's always 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 will lead you out in victory every single time he it he, it's impossible for his character to not do it it's impossible so when you get to that place of relationship with him he'll just guide it he'll just be like i mean i have that with him i just ever if there's something weird i sense on him with the person which right now i'm in so shut down i don't do i'm not wanting to do minute i've been in such a place i don't respond to a lot of friends i don't talk to many people right now in my life because i have too much going on and i literally cannot explain i get text messages how are you doing i won't respond i don't know how to explain how i'm doing i've been on the run from a territorial spirit <laughs> i don't explain i don't have words for my life right now like i just yeah so i don't i don't i can't i can't do it so i'm not really in that situation of having to be like oh my gosh watching every every relationship but i i've had that before and i've had and i was having a lot of people come into my life and doing that and god and that's what god will say like that if they're off or they're this, he'll warn me and get to that place with God. Like get to that people, you want to get to that place with him. You want to be so in purity that you're not attracting bad leadership. You're attracting the spirit of God and that's it. That's all you're attracting. You're not attracting weird circles. You don't care about leadership. Here's one hold leaders will never have. I don't care about your status and that's will flip people out. Like I am not going to be impressed and do something for somebody because they're well known. I will not. I don't care who you are, unless you're Joyce Meyer. Unless you're Joyce Meyer, okay. I love Joyce Meyer. <laughs> Joyce Meyer is the one, the one person I'm waiting to meet, and I've asked Jesus. I really want it. She's my favorite. But um, unless there's somebody who they're in purity, and I know them, and I like, and I know what they're doing. But if 
it, I won't ever, I would never just because someone was well known. I just am not like that. Like I had somebody who was related to like Heidi Baker to reach out for ministry that I was supposed to do. And I did it in Texas and she called me like multiple times and I haven't answered because one of the things I asked her she needed to do and what I was addressing with her, she didn't, she, I could feel in the spirit wasn't happening. And so, and I, and a lot of people would just do it just because they're related to someone like that. It's not bloodline. Don't get confused by something I just said, people. Remove what I just said. It's not a bloodline relation. It's a, it's a different type of a tie. So don't try to go figure out Heidi Baker's children or something. That's not what it, yeah. Anyways, it's just an, it's an affiliation. And a lot of people would just do that ministry just based on status. Like just based on, oh, this person knows this, this, and this, and blah, 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 blah. And we can't be like that in the church anymore. We have to stop being based on status and power. Like there's some ways you honor and respect somebody based on what they do. That's one thing. Like I will, I'm more open to minister to leaders than people in the church at this point in my ministry. And that's because God's called me to have a heart now to help leaders, okay? And help people underneath, but one-on-one, -on -one, I would wanna do with leadership. That isn't because it's a status thing. That is because there's there's an honor in the spirit realm when you, you go and live a certain life and go after things that God then gives relationally. And so, you know, you just come, like I just have like, a different relationship with someone who's in leadership based on the fact I'm in leadership, right? That's normal. Like that is normal to have that. It is when you are tied and make choices based on power and fame. And you make choices based on doing it in that result rather than doing it like out of pure God, do I do this? Yes. God, do I do this? No. That's it. Based on that. Like that's all you should hear. Like you shouldn't, we don't need to go, oh, just because they're in leadership, I'm going to, and they, they're, they're this, I'm going to go literally bow before them and I'm going to do whatever they ask. No, ask God, like, should I be associated with this? Should I go do this? No, yes or no. And you will be guided relationally with people like this, because that's the problem that happens is, is the leadership uses the power. It uses and abuses it because they want you to submit to, they, they, they like to get what they, like that guy, this guy that I called out, and I haven't said his name yet, um, that was in trying to intimidate me at that event when I was doing deliverance, I talked about in the last one. All that guy wants is power in a show. When I saw him do a group session of prayer, oh my gosh, he was the biggest show. He was the biggest show. He would stand in the middle of the room, be really loud and do this like all oh, this. So everyone's standing in the circle watching this man prophesy and blah, blah, blah. Like when I do that, like I am weird. I look weird and I do crazy stuff, but I am not going to, I whisper in people's ears. I take them aside. This, first of all, I think it's embarrassing to be fully prophesied in front of a lot of people. I don't think people need to hear everyone's prophetic words. I think that's private. And I think that that should be done in, in a covering and watching and not showboat a room because you are the one showboating. Like you're the one getting all the attention. And so people look at something like that and go, whoa. And that's exactly what someone like that wants. They wanna be looked at, oh, I'm so prophetic. I'm so gifted. I'm so this, I'm so that. And then you come under that leadership and you go, oh, I want that too. And that's what you have happening. And then this, you're coming under the cursing of what you, your idea of what ministry is. And it's it's so crazy. It's, it's just gross. So protect your heart and the leadership you come under. Protect who you are mentored by what church you go to, watch what they do. Go listen to all my other podcasts about leaders because all of them explain where there's certain things that you're gonna see some of them do that um, 
see some of them do that is going to be a tell sign uh, of this and you don't want to tie to it okay i think this is this is going to be the end of it guys this this is the end um father if there's any more strategies or anything that needs to be dealt with god i just pray right now in the name of jesus just, just the anointing um through this thank you father for the head of the spirit it's coming down the shift is taking place. The exposure is in its works right now in Jesus' name, Father. I thank you, God, just for the, the pushing through the strength. I just speak strength through this for anybody um, listening. That, that, that there is a power, a confidence, and a strength, and anointing that's going to come over you. It's going to take over your mouth in Jesus' name. And I thank you. It's going to give you the supernatural peace right now. And I thank you that it's going to give you rest. And I break all the torment and the things that keep you up at night. I break all the things right now in Jesus' name that intimidate and try to make that it's going to steal money and it's going to take livelihood right now in the name of Jesus. I place that I place that cursing and that torment back on the people that are sending it right now in the name of Jesus. And I put the fallout on you. I put the full, full fallout on you right now. And I cut it and I sever it right now in Jesus' name. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put the fallout on you, and I pray that that these people who are doing this, that their hearts get exposed for being dark, for being deceptive, for wanting money, for wanting power and land and you wanting to be tied to you. And for what you offer and what you give, yeah, stop giving to some of these people. If you give money, ugh, there's some places being so, cut it, don't give money anymore. Oh, I saw a plug being pulled of like a, a tub and the water going out. Like it's, you're gonna drain some people. <laughs> pull, pull the plug on them, drain their resources. <laughs> yeah, get aggressive. Get aggressive. Ugh. Yeah. I feel like you're going to be allowed to backlash. You're going to be allowed to, to backlash now. Like you're going to be allowed to backlash. <laughs> you're going to be allowed to do. Yeah. I place just an anointing on you backlashing. Yeah. That's fun when you get something to do like that. I've wanted to backlash on people a long time. I never get that. <laughs> Oh yeah, mm -hmm. Jesus name. God, thank you for it collapsing right now. <laughs> thank you, Father, for it collapsing. Yeah, just the anointing through this. Thank you, Father, that this is taking the head right now of all this, all this torment, all these things that come over people that people are coming under. Um, in Jesus name, that these strategies make sense of one, two, three that they're, they're gonna be that simple, that easy, that the strategies just take place in the spirit right now, even through this recording. God, just a presence of peace right now. And the things that were so tormenting and causing grief and exhaustion, I just thank you God for like a flip of all of that right now. Like a complete flip of it. That there's just gonna be a shift, a quick, quick, quick um, shift and a rise up and a power I see this person flipping tables. Like, almost like a righteous anger you're allowed to step into. 
I speak that in the name of Jesus, this righteous anger. And, uh, yeah, going after it. Lawyer. I heard lawyer. I just heard lawyer. Um, maybe it's like you're going to act like a lawyer. You're going to defend like a lawyer. Um, you're going to stand up. Something like that, maybe. Jesus' name. God. Father, I just thank you for the that that this shift is happening, that the, the backlash and the pressure in the spirit is just it's coming to an end. Physical sickness, migraines, um, physical exhaustion, that that it, it that it would hit and come to the end and be done in Jesus' name. That transition would flip. Um, God and in the name of Jesus I just speak that this transition flipping right now I speak it finished and done I speak full exposure I break all curses Jesus oh Thank you right now for the presence of peace. <sighs> yeah. Father, if this strategy thing is done, which I feel like it is, then Lord, would your spirit now move on everything that's been released? Would your spirit now move on it? Thank you, God, that your words don't return void and that they're going to hit. They're about to hit. Oh, 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 gosh. Oh, oh, I just saw like a meteor shower of like the words of God, like coming down and I saw like Superman and it was like this meteor shower just dropped and started hitting the earth Woo! of his words. The words that have been taking forever to penetrate the atmosphere that I've felt, they've been taken forever in resistance taken forever in delay Jezebel has tried to push it back Jezebel has tried to to um, disrupt it and thank you God that right now in the name of Jesus that your words they're gonna hit they're gonna hit whoa they're gonna hit whoa mm -hmm. so I just speak your words now hitting in the name of Jesus God Superman <laughs> out Superman <laughs> Sarah and the prophetic <laughs> Jesus God Father thank you just for this atmosphere shifting the atmosphere flipping the predator the intimidation that's been so stirred up in the spirit Thank you for it being shattered. Thank you for the shattering happening. That that this thing's being penetrated right now. Whew. 
right now it's being penetrated it's being cut through and the shift there's a par paradigm shift taking place yeah Ooh. yeah and something's like it's just like I see the 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 world the world like it's like sh changing direction Ooh. there's that big of a shift in the spirit right now and it's changing direction that's why things are so heightened they are so bad it's just crazy they're so bad so God I thank you just for this paradigm shift I thank you father for this this uh, flip and the shifting through the atmosphere right now yeah thank you for ministering angels too to help get this job done and be comforting supporting Jesus name I just saw seven 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 a bunch of sevens which is crazy because the dream I had last June that was what God showed me was all these sevens was about Jezebel the completion of Jezebel coming to the end finally it's just taken so long so long to shift this stupid thing it's so crazy it's just like uh, it's mind mind-blowing how long a, a thing in the spirit can go on like this that's a like a release of God's Word Thank you that the completion is is finished and it, we're, we're shifting Jesus and uh, I just pray joy right now through this I pray a joy release right now in Jesus name yeah <sighs> okay I don't know what's gonna be next uh, this is the strategy thing is done and we're just gonna have to play play it by ear what the Holy Spirit's on and moving this thing in the spirit but yeah if there's more things in the spirit that i pick up and i have to release then that's what i'll i'm just we'll keep doing that i guess okay 